Hey y'all, you know what it is. It's your girl Cherry Wine, and today I have the pleasure of chatting and kicking it with none other than Ryan from the Adventures with Pictures podcast. Hey Ryan. Hey, hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me today. You already know. Um tell my people a little something about yourself, where you from, what you do. Okay. Well yeah. Uh I'm, I currently live in um, Bowie, Maryland, um, by way of uh, uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um, I, uh, me and my uh, homeboy from uh, for nearly 20 years now, we started a podcast ourselves, as you mentioned, um, Adventures with Pictures. Um, we just wanted to combine both of our passions and put it together with a podcast. He's very passionate about travel. I'm very passionate about photography. So we put those things together. And um, and that's actually what I do for my full time job. I'm actually a, a multimedia specialist where I do a little bit of video editing, do a little bit of photos, anything media related. Um, I'm like a go to guy for my full time job and just trying to get it grinded with a, a podcast on the side. man. OK, that's good to know. So you like taking pictures? Yes, I do. Yes, I so, do. So um, what type of pictures do you like to take? Anything like um, people? Oh, yeah. Places, oh, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm an open book. Um, I, I, clearly, when I get booked, it, it's for like you know events. You know, whether it's weddings, sporting events, um, prom. I've done a, you know some with you know you know someone's daughter getting ready for prom. But I'm over anything. I, and, and given my free time, like I'll just go to to like DC since it's like 20, 30 minutes from me. Take some photos of some nice monuments. You know, just uh, just crowds of people watching. Um, not not that not to sound creepy or anything, but just if it's like a nice aesthetic photo with the landscape I'm taking. So I need to, need to correct that. But uh, yeah, so when I'm on free time, I like to take some landscape shots as well. Okay. So do you do videography too? Yes, I do. I'm very passionate about video editing. Um, I recently uh, shout out to uh, Infusions uh, Desserts. Um, they're a, uh, it's a, it's a woman who uh, does a lot of custom make uh, alcohol infused cakes. And she allowed me to do like a little mini doc, mini documentary on, you know, just on her uh, business, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely do video as well. OK, that's cool. So mm-hmm. um, what is your hobby like other than um, taking pictures and photography mm-hmm. and videography? What do you like to do personally with for yourself? Like what's your hobby? Okay, well, yeah, well, well, first off, I'm a, a happily married man, so if there's no, you know, honey-do list, no to-do chores, anything for the husband to do, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like chilling in the uh, man cave, uh, just um, enjoying the PlayStation rules, as uh, the beard game would say. Oh, my God. Let's not start. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see, did you happen to see what I posted this morning? Nah, I missed it this morning. I got to uh, oh. catch up. You gotta go double back and look at that. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely about the PS Five. It's a joke. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you talking noise about the uh, about the PlayStation again? All right, absolutely. Even right. <laughs> <laughs> though I know that you saw it with the guys, you um actually did make a video in the midst of all of the PS Five fuckery, and it was actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I it had was to join actually size. funny. Yeah, yes. I had to join sides, man. I had to. Yeah, sure. but you 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 picking sides, so 
<laughs> it was funny, but I ain't gonna laugh too hard since you're riding with the beer game. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, since you're a guest on my show, the first time that you come on, I always do icebreaker questions so my audience get to know, you know, a different side of you. Cool. So, my first question is, what is the hardest thing that you had to overcome? Wow. Uh, shoot. I, if I could be honest, you know, since, since, since it's like a very honest platform here, um, one of the hardest things that I've had to overcome actually was uh, confidence. Matter of fact, uh, lack of confidence. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes you don't know what, uh, you know, what you see in yourself until someone else pulls it out of you. And that's actually one thing that I'm not trying to get any brownie points with him, but that's one thing I could you know, give credit to my wife about, you know, she saw a lot of, uh, you know, potential in me on certain things that I didn't see in myself. And in the midst of that, it helped me grow confidence. So I had a lack of confidence in high school. I was very self-conscious about, about my legs. People called me, you know, chicken legs, called me skin and bones, all type of things. And so when I got older, got, you know, filled out a little bit more with the gym and stuff like that. And, you know, I met my wife or girlfriend at the time who was like, Hey, you got a lot of things going on. You, you know, you don't need to hold your head down when it comes to certain things. So I'll say confidence. Oh, see, that's a good one. And look at the glow up. See, it <laughs> take, it, sometimes it takes a good woman to make you see something that you don't see in yourself. So kudos to the missus. Hell yeah. Um, and I could relate to confidence too, because sometimes I got a really bad habit of second guessing myself and I mm -hmm. hold back a lot. And it's a lot of stuff that I'm still currently sitting on that I'm afraid, but you know, I'm gonna just let my head down and just go for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and with all due respect, like when I first, you know, um, heard about you in the wine time, things that you do on Thursdays, I, I couldn't tell that you had confidence. You, you seemed like you came a long way if that if you did lack confidence at one point. And the funny thing is that everybody say that, but once I when I really get on in the beginning, I'm really like it's like stage fright. Cause okay. I don't like people. I don't really like people staring at me. I don't like, you know, I don't like being in the forefront. I don't like being in the limelight. But once we start conversating and engaging with each other, all of that go out the door. Cause I'm, I'm really a shy person. But okay. it's, it's hard to believe that I'm shy because I'm so outspoken. But <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, we all, we, we all, we all dealing with a little bit of something, something. Yeah, for sure. So the next question is, um, what is the most important thing to you? True. Most important thing to me, uh, I hope it doesn't sound cliche, but most important thing to me is, is family. Uh, I've been happily married for going on 10 years now. We celebrated our uh, 10th year anniversary, uh, July 31st, that just passed. Um, yeah, so 10 years. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. We have a... Um, have a 17 uh, year old daughter she's uh, a senior in high school so she's you know uh, our number one priority as well so and and also just family uh, outside of just our immediate family like i you know uh, I, I hold my parents to like a very high reverence um you know my uh, mother-in-law and all, all of my in-laws for that for a matter of fact love me like like i was their own so i always have to say family that's a good one. Um, and again, I can relate. <laughs> and like you guys, me and my husband just celebrated our 10th anniversary in June as Congrats well, too. Congratulations. Okay. And right. we have four kids. And um, 
three grandchildren. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. So, yeah. So, yeah. To me, my family is the most important as well. Yeah. That's, I mean, I go hard to go home for them. So, Got I to. totally, I totally get where you're coming from. And it's not cliche. My family can represent and say that they own it, they love their family because it's a lot of people that don't really have a good family, you know, life. They didn't come from mm-hmm. a good family and stuff like that. So when you have one, represent them, okay? Absolutely. So my last question is, I love music. Mm-hmm. I listen to music every day. I need music in my life. I can't do certain things and move around without music. So um, for each situation, mm-hmm. Tell me a song that you have to listen to. So, okay. If you if you was getting dressed, what would you listen to? Oh man, if I'm getting dressed, man, yeah, is it kind of is it daytime or nighttime? It don't matter. Okay. Well, uh, shoot. I, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Freddie Gibbs. Look at me. It's very fly. It's you know the the. I don't know if you heard the song or not, but it's just fly talk. You know what I'm saying? Just. Look at me, I'm, I'm I'm out here, I'm styling, I'm, I'm doing my thing. Top of the world, you can't touch me. Look at me by Freddie Gibbs. I gotta go check that one out because I, I don't laugh, but I don't even know who Freddie Gibbs is. Okay, I won't laugh, but I, you know, maybe I just <laughs> maybe I just put you on to some new music. You, know you did, you just put me on. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to listen mm-hmm. to that. So, okay, so if you're going on a date, mm-hmm. and you're, oh, in car with, you're in the car with your wife, what y'all listening to? You know what? I'm putting on uh, Sir. I, I'm going to have to go with uh, Fire by Sir. Okay. Uh, once again, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, after the show, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, DM you some of these songs. Man. You're going to have to send me the, the, the artist and the song that I got to listen to, and I'm going to go from there. <laughs> All right. I got you. I got you. And the last one, mm-hmm. you going out with the fellas. What okay. you're listening to? Thanks. Me and my fellow, we go back since 2000. So I have to, I have to go you know, pretty nostalgic. I will probably go with, uh, damn, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, Locks. We're going to make it by the Locks. Yeah. See, now I can relate with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. deep black all day. Yeah. Yeah. Deep, yeah. Now, <laughs> did you listen? Did you listen to their album that they just dropped? Yeah, from a couple weeks ago, of course, absolutely. Yes, yes, yeah. I can I cannot stop um popping um loyalty and love. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's my song. Okay, I, I know it's a hard choice, but do you have a favorite out of the out of the three? Chic. Chic. Okay, I wouldn't expect Sheik. that. Okay. Chic, my favorite. Yeah, Chic, and then um Jada, and then Styles. Okay, see, I, I'm I'm kind of backwards. I go I go Styles, Jada, Chic. It's normally like that with, with the guys because I hear a lot that the guys can relate to Styles more because he's like a storyteller. Absolutely. And I feel like the ladies can relate to Jada more because he got the bops that, you know, we can listen to. Like, you know, not mm-hmm. saying you can't listen to Styles, but Jada Beats just get the girls pop. I can see that he got the bops. And, I, you know, I think, like you said, Styles for storytelling, Jada for like mm-hmm. bars and the bops. And then I guess Sheik is kind of like an in-between those two things, in my opinion. Yeah, he could do both. Yeah. He most definitely could do both. I think that's why he's my favorite, and I feel like he's the most rugged of the of the three, and that's what I like. Okay. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. Okay. Well, guys, you got to...
Brian. So um, we're gonna move on. Um, I saw the other day Issa Ray posted that they are actually doing um season five of Insecure, mm-hmm. and they're doing table reads via Zoom. So, mm-hmm. are you an Insecure fan? Absolutely. I'm definitely an Insecure fan. And who is your favorite from hey, Insecure? Hey, man, it's going to be a Team Lawrence all day, man. I might have to give me a Best Buy shirt. Oh, my God. He's not even at Best Buy no more. He actually leveled up. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, so, but, you know, you got to get it for the feeling. Restore the old oh, school feeling. Okay, best buy for Ryan. Now, why are you Team Lawrence? Well, you know what? I'll tell you why I'm Team Lawrence. Because, you know, the only thing, in my opinion, we could we could debate this if you want. In my opinion, the only thing Lawrence was guilty of is, you know, being broke at the time, but he had a lot of potential that Issa didn't see. And mm-hmm. just like sometimes in real life, the moment you cheat on that person or break up with that person, the person that you broke up with glows up on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he like he, he glowed up. Well, I think I think it might have been next. He glowed up, had the whole innovative IT job, you know, put pushing the Jaguar, you know what I'm saying? And you know, and there was one season where he was he, he was bringing them in. He was bringing, you know, one night stands, all two mm-hmm. night stands, all, all he was bringing them. So I, I'm, I'm on Team Lawrence because the only thing he was guilty of is yes, he was a scrub. He was a scrub, but he had a lot of potential and he was trying hard and Issa didn't see that and just got frustrated with him. Cheated on my mans and the rest is history, man. So I'm Team Lawrence. Okay. I won't say that Lawrence was a scrub. I would just say that um, he lacked the ambition and the drive. He had the mindset. He just didn't have the oomph to go for it. Mm. And instead of Issa cheating on him, like I said, it always takes a strong black woman or whatever race you into to push your man. Issa didn't push her man enough for me. I don't think yeah. she pushed pushed him at all. She just got upset and stepped out on him instead of trying to do more to help him because sometimes y'all need the push. I agree. I and agree. she didn't do that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not Team Lawrence, but if I had to pick for Issa to be with someone, I would, I'm, I would root for her and Lawrence. No, yeah, not don't get me wrong. Because she had uh-huh. a lot of fuck, she had a lot of fuck boys in between too. <laughs> yeah, she did. She, did. she was doing the absolute most. But if they can get past Kendola and her pregnancy, I think they could make it work. Yeah, and I agree with you. Like, like, don't get me wrong. It's like, even though I'm Team Lawrence, I, I, I did enjoy them. You know you know, reconnecting on that previous season. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm cool with that. So, do you think that they should get back together? What is, how do you feel about Condola being pregnant? I mean, I mean, I, I like the, the writing of the show in that case. Like, I mean, it's a real situation. Yeah, you lay with people, that, that, that that's bound to happen. But, um, yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, I feel like a baby, if they really, you know, are into each other, I want as much as I want to want them to make it work. I just don't see it working out just because Lawrence is in San Francisco. Now you got Issa doing her, her startup event thing in, in LA plus the baby. And, you know, I just don't see it working because of that. And, 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 you know, and I feel like Condola, you know, I don't think there will be like any type of rekindling with Condola and Lawrence. I just feel like just like in real life that, that, that they just gonna have to, you know, co-parent together. 
Yeah, that was a that was a serious plot twist. I don't think none of us saw that coming. Hell no. Hell it was no. like, okay, Issa and Lawrence is back, y'all. And then boom, Kendola pregnant. Like, exactly. girl, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you came at the you came at the wrong time. You definitely came at the wrong time, man. And you know what? And my favorite part about the whole the whole show, I mean my favorite part has been Lawrence's glow up, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's been my favorite part of the show. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, I, I don't think we see enough um, black men glow up. So I'm really glad that they put that out there for us to see because we always see the black man getting torn down and dragged and ragged, but we don't ever see them glow up. So for sure. For sure. I, appreci- I appreciate that much. Yes. So. Last thing about Insecure. I mean, we went in heavy one time on Molly. Mm-hmm. And what do you want to see Molly doing or not doing this season? Well, for one, I want to see Molly continue to, to see her therapist, for one. Um, you know, to do some self-reflecting, especially after uh, Andrew broke up with it, which is another cool-ass character, by the way. Andrew was real, real down to earth, real cool. Um but definitely want I want Molly to see a therapist or continue that that therapist relationship. And most importantly, I want Molly to be a better supportive friend when it comes to Issa. Yeah, because I don't know what was going on with her this season, but she mm-hmm. was doing everything but being she was I think we actually seen Molly for who she really was this season. True. True. I think that's what it was. And then mm-hmm. it was it became it was such a shocker, but she had those traits and those certain behaviors throughout the previous seasons that we actually saw her in action this season. It was like, oh my god, this chick like Issa, just don't even be her friend anymore. I wanted to punch her through the screen. <laughs> I got I got two well one hypothetical question and, and, and a, a insecure related question. One like. When it was about to pop off at that one event and it was about to fight, but I think a shooting stopped the fight, who do you think would have won between Issa uh, and Molly? I think Issa, I think it, I think Issa would have beat Molly. Issa seems like the type of person that you have to get angry. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you have to get her there. Like she's real low key and chill until you get her there. Molly is just all mouth. I think that if Issa would have started swinging on her, she would have been looking for the friends to try to break it up and get Issa off of her. <laughs> get that. I, I asked a bit off more than I could chew. Please. Yes. <laughs> so do you, have you encountered like a, a real life situation where you had a friend like Molly or somebody like that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And 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 we're not friends anymore. And it's a sad situation because we've been friends like literally our whole lives. And I have four kids and two out of four is her godchildren. Damn. And okay. she's just like and her birthday was actually the other day, and I thought about texting her, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not because my birthday and my anniversary just passed and I didn't hear from her. And she was my maid of honor. Oh, damn. Okay. So absolutely not. So I just, I just left that where it was. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes, sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes you outgrow people. It's not you. It's not them. It's just with the the direction that you're going, they're not fit for that. So you just yeah. cut your losses and keep it moving. Yeah, no it's love what it is. It's what it is, right? 
So this season, I'm introducing Shady Shit of the Week. Mm-hmm. So this is a segment where you can call out the shady shit that you've seen or heard this week. So huh? do you have any shady shit that you would like to address? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I give one, one, one very, very quick one and then one and then one that we could, you know, go a little bit and talk about? Check out the Chilling with Juice podcast. Podcast. Real and raw. And maybe the unpopular opinion, but we're okay with that. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up on Instagram at Chilling with Juice Pod. On Twitter at I'm Chilling. See you soon on the Chilling with Juice podcast. Every Friday. one i know we uh you said we were talking about shows we were talking about uh p valley uh just a really quick uh thing i saw on twitter uh not too long ago um here's an actual tweet i'll just read it for you i won't give the guy credit because it was so so foolish um the tweet goes if you're a dude watching p valley you're either gay or suspect ladies if your baby daddy husband or boyfriend I, mm-hmm, it says I, late I, I, he's heard I enough saw that. oh you no, saw it okay I saw it. <laughs> I, I saw it on um I don't really do Twitter. I'm still trying to learn Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I did see that on Twitter. And I feel like that's some real live fuck shit. And if you're not comfortable in your sexuality, say that. Mm-hmm. Don't try to bring other men down because they watch P Valley. It's a show. <laughs> right, right. So that, that was just a really quick one, but but the, the, the shady shit that I saw actually was this morning was um uh, I, I don't know if you heard of this rapper. I've heard some of his songs. I'm, I'm indifferent about him. Um, if, if his songs come on, cool. If, if not, I, I'm not going out more to look for. But apparently uh, some rapper named Moneybag Yo came out with some song where he put his ex-girlfriend's um, live. Yeah, he leaked his ex-girlfriend's voicemail to intro one of his songs. And like the, you know, the, the ex-girlfriend is, is sounding, is out there looking crazy, you know, cussing him out, crying on the phone wonder where he is and stuff like that. And I just feel like whenever you leak someone's stuff at a vulnerable moment, I feel like it's corny. Um, the only exception to that rule, I would say you, you could leak someone. If you if you leak someone's stuff, make sure you're leaking someone because they're a low-key racist, like the uh, former owner of, of the Clippers or Mel Gibson. He said some racist shit to his uh, ex-wife before. If you're doing something where you exposing somebody, because they're doing some low-key racist shit, cool. But if you just expose a song because they're at, they're at a vulnerable moment, I think that's corny. E- even even news, if you're a disgruntled ex-boyfriend and you're leaking shit, all that's corny. So for him to to leak voice voicemails of his ex-girlfriends to promote a song, I felt like it was some cornball shit. Yeah, that was whack and corny. I know who he is from, you know, my kids, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't, I don't listen to his music. I only heard his one of his songs called um said something or something like that because i keep saying you know when a new song come out and everybody keep quoting something out of it and i keep seeing all these people posting pictures like oh i thought uh something something said something and i'm like why is what is this song so i listen to it it's a mm-hmm. it's, it's a right song but that's where <laughs> so but i am gonna go and listen to this song that you just um, talked about because now I want to hear how rude he was and that was corny. Yeah, It was corny as hell. 
I don't like I don't like men that do stuff like that. And then when we turn around and, and bash somebody publicly, we so hurt and mm-hmm. it's a problem and stuff like that. But when the guys do it, it's okay. That that yeah. was most definitely some shady, corny shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is shady or if it was just her speaking her truth, but um, I saw it on the shade room where um, they're making it a big whole thing about um, Lil Wayne's daughter, Regine. Okay. She was taking questions and, um, you know, you how you can ask a question on Instagram. Yeah. And then, you know, people answer you. So she was taking questions the other night and um, somebody asked her when was she going to have a kid? Mm-hmm. So um, she said, you know, I'm 21. I just became legal to drink. She in her prime. And um, she's not having no kid no time soon. Okay. So I'm in the comments and it's like, oh, she should have told Tiny daughter that and she should be telling her friends that, you know, because Tiny daughter is currently pregnant. So, um, but that was shady for them to try to, you know, bring Tiny's daughter into something that she said because now they're going to make it that now they're making it seem as if Regine was being shady and she wasn't it was the comments that was being shady she spoke mm-hmm. her truth about her being 21 and not ready to be a parent yet which is fine you have mm-hmm. to respect that but don't yeah. drag don't drag somebody else into it because she's currently with child everybody mm-hmm. have different walks of life it I see babies as a blessing. If tiny daughter was pre- is pregnant right now, it's because she was meant to be pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. I see God give you a kid when he feels as if you're ready for that kid. So if you have a kid when you're 30, 40, 20, that's your business. Yeah. But, you know, nowadays that everything is so out in the open, everybody has has an opinion on something and everybody else's life. So I just feel like everybody that was in those comments trying to drag Tiny's daughter was shady. Yeah. Because that had nothing to do with what Regine said or what she was discussing at the time. Nobody said anything about Tiny's child. She was not brought up. And her answer, everybody else dragged her into it, and that was shady. Yeah, I agree. I was just about to say, I agree with you. I think I don't think Regine was shady. It was, it was the people in the comments, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're friends, and it's going to make it seem like people are going to make it seem like Regine was being shady when she said that, but she wasn't. She answered the question that was asked to her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree with that. You know, hopefully their friendship is strong enough not to feed into the bullshit of the outsiders of the world. That everybody always have something to say and they don't know the half. Mm. But today's topic is bouncing off of what's in social media. Okay. <laughs> um, we are going to discuss Cardi filing for divorce from Offset. Finally. <laughs> And when no. I say finally, <laughs> it's because it was a long time coming, mm-hmm. and I and I respect her for um, making a decision for herself. Yeah, yeah. Away from this relationship, that which, so in my opinion, was doomed from the start. But mm-hmm. um, we're both married. Yeah. So, um, how do you feel about 
divorce? You know what? Um, I do feel like it's necessary. I, I, you know, um, I, I feel like if you're in a, a toxic relationship, an, an unhealthy relationship, or in this case, toxic, unhealthy marriage, yeah, get a divorce. Yeah, go ahead and get a divorce. You know, I think, um, you know, I think uh, growing up, you know, I think um, I had the wrong idea of marriage at first. I'm talking about even as a child, like, like, you know, I just grew up looking at my parents as, you know, as, as a, I look at my parents as role models and, and they've been married, damn, like I want to say going on like 40 years. I might be wrong, but they've been married for a long ass time. And, you know, I just, you know, and, and I've, you know, not to get too personal, but I've seen my parents, you know, in ups and downs throughout their marriage, you know, and, um, you know, I, and so I just remember growing up thinking like, hey, if you marry, you in this for the long haul, you know, you, you should look at, you know, divorce is not even an option or divorce as a very, very, very death con five last resort, you know, so I was always, you know, just just from the example of seeing an example of marriage, I was always taught, you know, I always just believed uh, that initially you should just be married, you know, marriage or bust. But but as I'm like, now that I'm an adult myself and stuff like that, I do believe in divorce if the marriage is toxic or, you know, just 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 all bad vibes, period. And see, for me coming up, mm-hmm. I never wanted to get married. Okay. My parents, my parents are married. Okay. My parent my parents got married when I was four years old. They separated when I was five. I'm mm-hmm. 37. They have not gotten a divorce yet. Okay. And they and their anniversary is actually tomorrow. Oh, okay. So they've been married thirty-three years, and they've been separated for thirty-two. Okay. And that's to, that to me is the most toxic <laughs> thing because nobody, neither one of them wants to get a divorce, and I don't understand. I don't. I really don't understand why. Yeah. And and for me, I'm like, okay, I've seen my mother have boyfriends. Okay. I've seen my father have girlfriends. And that, for me, was enough for me not to get married. And mm-hmm. look what happened. I turned around and got married because I learned that their situation was not going to be my situation. True. So we have to, everybody looks at marriage different ways. And you have to go through your own experience to know um, how to move and what to do. So, Bacardi, I feel like she loved Offset, mm-hmm. and some and sometimes us women we tend to love our mate more than we love ourselves. So we try to so we try to hold on to something when sometimes it's really not something to be holding on to mm-hmm. just because you just because you love somebody and they love you don't mean that they're good for you I totally and agree. and i feel like now she realizes that because connie is in the highlight of her career and her life she should be happy and enjoying it but mm-hmm. to me i feel like she keeps finding herself in these situations where she has to make excuses for her no good ass husband <laughs> yeah yeah that's real that's real though and, and he's embarrassing her at this point. 
And she probably she probably is tired. And you know, when a woman gets tired, that's it. Yeah, I, I was. Just I think yeah, yeah. I think that's her breaking point. And I'm glad that she mm-hmm. was able to, you know, um, realize this early on, and not because it's what they've been married three years. They said. Yeah, three years. Three years. Yeah, so I'm happy that she was able to realize this and walk away early on than 30 years later you know mm-hmm. how to regress so, exactly and and resenting him so mm-hmm. i'm glad that she was able to you say you know what in the same limelight that he's been embarrassing her she took her dignity back yeah you know what when i heard about the story it, you know it reminds me of as you mentioned earlier um I'm telling you, it don't matter how good. And this is goes for men and women. It don't matter how you how good you look. It don't matter how how good the sex is. Mm-hmm. Once someone once someone is done with you, it's a wrap. There's like nothing you can do to get that person back. And I, I it's just a very quick story that reminded me of the Cardi B offset situation. My very first job coming out of college was uh I was at a call center at Verizon, and it was pretty much like high school without classes. You know, this person sleep with this person, this person like that person. But it was this one guy who was in all these women's face so much that I didn't even know he was married. Um, long story short, the wife found out, I think like she saw like a text message or some very detailed email about some affair he had. And like, you know, the the the, uh, the other woman is talking about how how deep, you know, uh, he felt in her. And, and he's oh, talk- my God. And he's talking all type all, all type of nasty stuff back to her, and then that that that's all that the wife needed to see. And the, like the next couple of days, that same dude who was on the all of these girls' faces looked like his his like dog died. You know, what I'm saying just just sad. And so I feel like once a woman is done with you, especially a woman, once a woman's done with you, it don't matter what type of swag you got, it don't matter what type of money or job security you bring into the relationship. She's like, yo. I could do bad about my damn self. I don't need you to keep embarrassing me like this, you know, period. And I feel like that's what Cardi was like. Cardi was like, you know, if you think about it, like Cardi is like, in my opinion, you know, not to sound shady, but she she's probably more successful than Offset. It was like, you Absolutely. Know, yeah, like, you know, Offset, you're part of a group. You know, I'm a solo act. I'm sure if, you know, just think about this, like in the middle of a pandemic, Cardi B has like the number one, at least what top three, top five Billboard singles with with you know that WAP song. And this is the middle of a pandemic. Just imagine, just imagine if once the um, COVID slows down and touring goes back, how much money that's going to be making Cardi. So it's like I, I feel like it, it just came a situation where Offset just but the, the headache was was worth more than it, it was too much. That it, it was like the, the headache was just too much to bear. In my yeah. Opinion. I mean, she's 27 years old. She's yeah. in the highlight of her career. Mm-hmm. And the only time you see her negative and ne- any type of um, negativity coming her way is always attached to his name. Exactly. You bring her down. You know what yes. I'm saying? <laughs> remove, him, remove him from the equation. Like you said, she got the number one song in the country with WAP, with um, Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. She did a whole video during the pandemic in one place. <laughs> yes. Exactly. With with many different outfit changes, many different looks. And she actually dropped another song today. Okay, and, I didn't even know. I gotta hear this other song. I ain't hear it. Yeah, okay. I, I believe it's a it's a it's a Hispanic song because I think there's two other um Hispanic artists on it with her as well. Mm. Um 
yeah so like you said she's during the pandemic she's moving she's shaking she's making it happen and um he's just not doing anything but bringing her down and i'm glad that she didn't let the fact that they have a child keep her in place you know like i'm Mm because sometimes women will oh well we have a child together we have children together we have to make it work absolutely Mm not nah Nah, just because her. just just because we're not in the same household don't mean that we can't be parents at the same damn time come and get your your kid like you got all them other 50 11 kids running around here you mm-hmm. can just add her on to the equation as well and bring her back when you're ready to bring her back mm-hmm. pick her up you know you know how to be a father you ain't gotta live yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're right you bring up a good point like I, you forget that like he came into a relationship with baggage. Like he had like what, exactly. like a number of baby mamas and, and, and children. Yeah. And Cardi Cardi was big enough of a woman to accept any previous children you had in previous relationships, all that noise. And, all and the baby still, mama yeah. drama. And you, you still, still shitted on her. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. know like, yeah, I know there's not some type of proof. I just know I think what was I think TMZ speculated that Offset cheated again, and that's a reason for the divorce. But even in that case, like Cardi B, is, I mean, I, I read somewhere that Cardi B isn't even trying to make it a nasty divorce. She wants things to just go as, you know, calm as possible. Like she, you yeah. know, it, it, it could get ugly in, Car- in Cardi B's favor, in my opinion. And she's not trying to take it there. It, it can because um, I believe that if your spouse is caught cheating mm-hmm. um, in a divorce, I think they. It go. It already goes in her favor. Yeah, Be- because that. because he was caught cheating and stuff like that. But like you said, I'm sure she has more, and it's not even all about the money and everything nah. like that. But I'm sure she has more money than he does. I'm sure she is. Um, right now, she's most definitely more talented than he is, and mm-hmm. she's doing more than what he's doing. So for me, if I was Cardi, just just get out of my house. I don't want nothing. <laughs> I don't want I don't want spousal support. I don't want child support. I don't want nothing. Just be a father and buy. Yeah, you know that's what? That's it. That's it. And, and what's so you know what's so dope about women like Cardi is it's almost like you, you know I, you know uh, well I'm sure all women, but in my opinion, especially women of color, I feel like they have a lot much more patience than 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 a man would. Like you know, for example, it's like. She was she got embarrassed early on in the marriage, or you know, throughout this three years of marriage with all these cheating scandals to seven the third. And I'm not even gonna say it's some type of confidence issue because, in my opinion, Cardi B's confidence is through the roof. But yes, you know, I, I think it's I think it comes a moment to where and, and it could go for um men and women too. Like in Cardi's case, I think it was a situation where Cardi was just like probably just sat down with herself and was like, you know what, you know, um I'm, I'm, I'm I look good, I'm attractive. I had a baby and I, I still got my figure right. Mm-hmm. You know, I could drop an album tomorrow and, it, and it'll, it'll go platinum at minimum or whatever. And it's like, so like you said earlier, you, what what do I need an offset for if all he's going to do is bring me down? Yeah, It makes no sense. And the, and the thing about the entertainment industry is that you one or two things could happen to you. You could come out and be a one-hit wonder or you could mm-hmm. come out and have longevity. And Right now, like I feel like sometimes you it's your time in different phases. Like right now, it's Cardi time. 
Remember, <laughs> remember back in the day, all you heard was little Kim. And then at one yeah. point, all you heard was Foxy. And then yeah. at one point, all you heard was um, Remy. Eve. And yeah. then after Eve, all you heard was Remy. And then mm-hmm. after Remy, all you heard was Nikki, 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 Nikki for 10 years straight. It's Cardi yeah. time. Yeah. And like I said, she should be enjoying this. And this nigga is embarrassing her every time she turned around. He's mm-hmm. embarrassing her. And at one point, you're going to have to stop making excuses for this nigga. Like, right before this time, <laughs> he got caught on live texting. Shit. And she, was, and she made excuses for him then. Like, yeah. and she was like, oh, no, he wasn't. I'm right here with him. Girl, we saw the screen. Girl. <laughs> we saw it. It's okay. I didn't know about that. Yes. Know. He, got, he got caught. He got caught. He got caught. Uh, yeah, so, for the record, I mean, women can can be the offset in a situation too. I mean, absolutely, it goes both ways. And and like like I know a couple weeks ago, you had um, it's my first time you know hearing about it, but you had Mr. Rounds on on your uh, wine time, and you know it, I, I know there's you know two two sides of every story, but I, like my heart was going out to do when yes. I heard to, uh, Mr. Rounds talk about his experience, and I'm sure. If if that, that woman he's discussing what you know were to try to you know come back, I'm sure he's done. Like nah, once I'm you know like I said, once a person's done with you, they're done with you, man. Yep. And I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. we're we're discussing Kari and Offset because you know we're seeing their situation and everything like that in the media and stuff like that. But we forget that at the end of the day, they still real people. They yeah. still, you know, just like you said, Mr. Rounds felt what he was felt. He's a human being. So Cardi is a human being. Take away all the money, all the fame, all the diamonds. She's still a human being. And yeah. it hurt, and, and, and don't make it hurt no less because she got a couple of coins. No. And mm-hmm. I heard somebody say, well, if Beyonce could get cheated on, nobody's off limits. Excuse me? Beyonce is a normal fucking woman. If you take away everything that you, everything that she got, take away all the awards, all the money, mm-hmm. all of everything, she's still a woman, and her husband is still. A- yeah. I hate when people sure. say, "Oh, well, it can happen to you, girl." Please. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that me and my wife we try to uh, do is, um, especially when it comes to you know temptation things like that. Like like in this offset situation, it sounds like he was proactively looking for some for, for some side side action, some 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 side pussy or whatever. He's the type of person that shouldn't be married. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be married if, if you still want to look for some side in the first place. But but one of the things me and my wife try to do, we just try to always we just have the mentality of don't put yourself in any type of compromising position. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I can't think of a scenario like if you're on a business trip by yourself, hey, maybe you shouldn't be by yourself at the bar you know, with, with drinks in you. Maybe you should just, you know, order a movie in the room and just just have some wine and go to sleep. You know, just mm-hmm. just don't put don't put yourself in any type of compromised position. And just like you said, and if you're the one who's pursuing, you know, side action, then you shouldn't be married in the first place. Exactly. And mm-hmm. um like not for nothing, we're mm-hmm. still human beings. We still have yeah. eyes. We still can be attractive to other people. Yeah. But for 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 me is you can look 
just don't touch. Like I'm the type of person, like I can be with my husband, or we could be out somewhere, or we could mm-hmm. be in the car or walking the mall. And if I see a pretty woman, I'm like, look at her, she is pretty as hell, you know, because that's the type of person that I am. And I could be mm-hmm. sitting in front of him and I can be watching TV. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm a sucker for Lorenz Tate. And every time I see this man on the screen, you better believe I'm saying something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, funny story, just very quick. I know me, me literally, I think my wife, I think my one of my wife's crushes uh, would have to be Russell Rushbrook. And I'll say it for this reason alone. We were in the middle of a conversation and she was in, she, she was actually in mid-sentence. And like Russell Westbrook would have some commercial where he had no shirt on, just jeans, and she literally stopped what she was talking about and just looked at the TV and was, I mean, of course I'm secure in my marriage. I didn't feel offended. I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, okay, I see how we're playing. You know what? I, I can't knock you for it. I, I see, I see how we carry. I mean, not for nothing. Russell Westbrook could dress his ass off. I mean, in his, in his, in his own little way. I mean, his style is a little strange. He got that Andre 3000 style. He don't got it as bad as um Cam Newton though. Oh, Candy look like a fool. I'm, I'm sorry. Cam? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he don't got it as bad as Cam Newton, but Russell be putting his outfits together. I give him that. I give yeah. him that. He shows up to those games, boys, suited and booted. <laughs> right. All right. But I, I'll, I'll, from time to time, I give my wife a hard time about the Russell Westbrook story. <laughs> I mean, it's Russell Westbrook. Like, it ain't like he live next door. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's what I say. Like it's Lorenz Tate. I mean, he ain't across the street. Like if he was across the street, don't be a little worried because I might walk over there handling his paper personally. Oh man, so you, 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 so you, so you, you, your husband was watching Power, and you was just drooling watching Power. Power, Love Jones, Dead Press. Anytime I see this man, he was just actually on um, TV One did a uncensored on him okay and okay. I, I demanded silence i don't, <laughs> I don't think i blinked <laughs> <laughs> hilarious man i love i love i love that man okay just like, right. just like you know back in the day you know your female family members was big on denzel he's my denzel yeah yes so it, it's a annihilation for me oh, oh see yeah. I, see a, a lot of men say sonai yeah, but a lot sure. of men also say Nia, but I would go Sanai more. Yeah, than man. Can, than, yeah. than Nia, I can definitely see Sanai. I for don't sure. think I don't think people was digging for Jada no more because she just embarrassed my boy. Uh, wait, 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 Will. Will, okay, yeah, she just uh, embarrassed my boy out here. Okay, I thought she about to cop please for August at first. That's why I had to. Go Hell no, nah. you got to go back yeah. and listen to me and one take episode we did on Jada. Okay. It's called listen. it's called Cougar Cat Jada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you it's on the uh, wine time or the one take. Joint? It's on wine time. Okay, I'm, we, I'm gonna go back and listen. We gave it to Jada. Okay, I told <laughs> okay, I gotta you. Listen. <laughs> I told you just because I'm a female don't mean I'm riding with them. If they wrong, they, they wrong. wrong. I mean, well, no. <laughs> I ride with I ride with the sisters, but if you're wrong, I'm gonna call you on your shit. Got so, you. Well, this was a lovely topic. I just wish that Cardi, you know, I wish her success and I wish that the next man that she get with come to her correct mm-hmm. because mother, yeah. she don't need she don't need another offset. She need onset. 
Yeah, matter of fact, I, I hope you know she just takes some time just to just for so just just for her for herself and her child. Just just chill. Yeah, you know she got it. She got to heal. Yeah, so I had to do sure. this thing all over again. I just hope he didn't mess it up for the next person because that tend to happen when a woman is hurt. The next person is gonna feel all of that shit. So mm -hmm. she needs to heal, like you said, take time for her and her little baby. Um, keep doing what she's doing, and I would just flex on this nigga all in his face. All yeah. up in his face. I would just flex on him. He's <laughs> he, he gonna regret it. Yeah, yeah. Carly gonna glow up bigger than what she already is. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. gonna and he gonna feel it because he you got all these other um baby mothers that's full of drama, and then you got Cardi. And that's yeah. and that's gonna be the one that's gonna make you feel this shit. Yeah. And I can't wait. He's she gonna make him feel it for all the other baby mamas. I can't wait. I'm just gonna be, sit here and and witness it all and cheer her on from the sideline. Go Cardi! <laughs> for sure. Go Cardi! Well, it was a pleasure, Ryan. Yes. And this is the time where you can shout out all your social medias, where we can find you, listen to your podcast. So the floor is yours. Okay. Well. Uh... If you happen to be in the uh, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area and you're looking for a, uh, um, a, a cameraman, video editor, even a photographer, you can find me at um, on Instagram at Taylor underscore multimedia. And um, also, as I mentioned earlier, or, and thank you for mentioning us earlier as well. I do a podcast called Adventures with Pictures. It's, um, you can find us on Instagram at uh, Adventures underscore with underscore pictures. And as I said earlier, it's just two guys bringing their passion to a podcast. My, my homeboy, Preston, shout out to Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Travels. He's passionate about traveling. I'm passionate about photography. So we just pretty much brought those two ideas together for the podcast. And before I go, might I add, ever since I you know, found out about Wine Time, um, I, I, I will pat myself on the back. And I'm, I am proud to, be, to say I'm a Wine Time fan. I tune in every Thursday at 730. No question. And I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. And we always have a good time, don't we? Absolutely. Every Absolutely. Thursday. Every Thursday. And I love how you guys, you and your friend came together and put both of your passions together because not a lot of people get it. Like, mm -hmm. his friend likes to travel. Travel goes hand-in-hand -hand with adventures. And there he likes go. photography, and there you get your pictures. So there adventures with pictures. In case y'all didn't get it, now y'all got it. Okay. Thank you very much. Cool. So once again, thanks for being a guest on Wine Time. Yeah, yeah. let's pour some cherry wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little cherry wine. Yeah. Hey yo, salam. Yeah. I think they know the time. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah. Life is good.